The Mike Wagner Show is powered by Sonic Web Studios. Hi, this is Mia Mohsen Zia, also known as Mia No Time for Love. Check out my latest book, Missing, available in print and ebook formats on Amazon. It's now time for the Mike Wagner Show, powered by Sonic Web Studios and sponsored by international award-winning author Mia Mohsen Zia of Missing. The Mike Wagner Show can be heard on over 40 podcast platforms, as well as HamiltonRadio.net, Diamonds FM, and TheMikeWagnerShow.com. We can be heard in over 100 countries, featuring over 1,000 well-known and amazing guests throughout the globe, and named one of the top 100 global podcasts in the New York Weekly Times, Hollywood Entertainment News, Los Angeles Weekly Times, Apple, and Chartable. So sit back and relax and enjoy another great episode of the award-winning Mike Wagner Show. Hey everybody, it's Mike from the Mike Wagner Show, powered by Sonic Web Studios and brought to you by our official sponsor of the Mike Wagner Show, international warring author Mia Muscles the Missing, available on Amazon and paperback and ebook. We're here with a terrific gentleman who was born and raised in Orlando, Florida, now based in LA as a singer, songwriter, musician, and filmmaker, multi-instrumentalist with a melting pot of influence from rock to gospel, began his career at an early age attending concerts with his family and formed Valentine back in 86. He is an award-winning documentary producer, wrote and produced and directed comics beyond the comic book page in honor of his um, idol, Stan Lee. He also has um, a brand new release uh, called Album featuring All In My Mind and Brave from Spectrum Music. We'll be playing those at the end of the audio interview and also some great experience, uh, Light From Light and more. Live, ladies and gentlemen, of Plus Studios in beautiful downtown Los Angeles, the multi-talented singer, songwriter, musician, filmmaker, and multi-instrumentalist, the multi-talented Michael J. Valentine. Michael, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Thanks for joining us today. Hey, Mike, thank you for having me. Pleasure to be here. Well, it's great to have you on board, Mike. So uh, you're an L.A.-based singer, songwriter, musician, filmmaker, born and raised in Orlando. You're a multi-instrumentalist with a melting pot of influence from rock to gospel. You began a career at an early age, attending concerts with your family and formed Valentine back in 86. You're war-winning documentary producer. You wrote, produced, and directed comics beyond the comic book pages in honor of your idol, Stan Lee. You also had some experience um, with uh, Light from Light featuring Believe. You also have Beautiful Life. And uh, from Spectre Music, we'll be talking about um, the album Alive featuring All in My Mind, Brave, and more. And before getting to all that, Michael, tell us how I first got started. Wow. Well, you know, I think music's always been in my blood. Um it hit me at an early age. And uh, once I started listening to music, I was hooked and I would listen to everything I could. I just would love all kinds of music from Bach to rock to everything in between. Um, I would play air guitar and air drums and air piano when I was really young. I knew I wanted to be a rock star. Um, and I remember at 12 years old, my parents got a piano. No one in the house played piano, um, but I would just sit there and just, make noise on the keys for hours and i just <laughs> loved it it was so much fun um you know just making noise and uh i banged out for hours on that thing and then around 15 um my parents got me my first drum set because i would bang on everything i made drum sets out of trash cans out of anything i could get around the house and it drove them crazy finally <laughs> that's actually set. very creative i like that trash cans coffee cans you know whatever cans i mean you don't have to like spend so much money and just you know take them from the house or just take them from the trash or something 
cool. Yeah, you know, I think my parents wanted to make sure I was devoted and I really wanted to do it. So I brought out the trash cans and that was really like, okay, we're going to get him a drum set. And so they got me my first drum set. I helped with that. I mowed lawns and did that kind of stuff. And they got me drum lessons. And I would go after school to the music store to take drum lessons. And I'd usually have a bad hour. My mom would drop me off and then she'd go do her thing. And, I, and there was all these guitars in there. And I would just sit and play the guitars while waiting. My drum teacher would come in and he would see me playing guitar. And he'd be like, I hope you practiced all your rudiments. <laughs> <laughs> and... um and I would go in there and I'd, and I'd play the drums. I was actually a pretty good drummer, but I realized that I wanted to play guitar. It was just something that, you know, when you know, you know. And um, so I self-taught myself to play guitar. And, um, you know, I looked at songbooks. I remember the very first song I learned was Joan Baez's song, Diamonds and Rust. And I just looked at the chords and learned how to put my fingers in the right chords and play the guitar and figured it out. Um, and then I just started listening to all these different music and trying to learn how to play those songs on the guitar. Um, and that's the day I heard Van Halen was the day I knew, okay, this is what I want to do. I, this is like, cause you know, I'm kind of at that age and that, that, that guitar playing just changed my life. And I just wanted to know, I wanted to be playing music and, and be a songwriter. Hmm. That is rather interesting as well, too. And of course, you had some of those uh, moments that you wanted to do it for the rest of your career as well. And uh, who are some of your favorite sing other singers, songwriters and your favorite musicians growing up? Well, you know, I tried to listen to a lot of stuff and my brothers, they had all kinds of 70s records. So I was really into the 70s, you know, Elton John, Beatles, Fleetwood Mac, Zeppelin, Floyd. I dug Bowie. I like Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young, but I really love Neil Young because he could play really great acoustic songs, but then he could just rock out, turn the distortion up to 10. And I love that. You know, I grew up loving Bruce Springsteen and Prince and, you know, the classic rock stuff just to me still sounds great today. Mm -hmm. and, and of course, too, that uh, you also began a career at an early age attending concerts with your family. And um, do you do you recall what was the first concert that you ever went to? I sure do. It was Andy Gibb. <laughs> well it had to be somebody that's for well sure. it wasn't by choice but it actually was one of the reasons i decided i wanted to become a rock star because my sister she was a huge andy gibb fan this is what in the, like in the 70s and so i reluctantly went with my mom and dad and my sister and when i went there and i heard the girls screaming louder than i could even talk i couldn't even hear myself I thought maybe this is what it was like kind of being at a Beatles concert, you know? Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, this is pretty cool. I'm not a big fan, but this is pretty cool. So I definitely remember that. Mm -hmm. And of course I remember about the Beatles where the girls screamed so loud, they purposely screwed up and it's like, nobody noticed. There was um, a documentary <laughs> about it. I think it was in San Francisco or, um, or one of the concerts, you know, they kept, they kept screwing up and I guess something was going on with the guitars was out of tune they can't playing and playing and playing you know on just they have bad nights like nobody really cared so <laughs> yeah no one cared i think that's part of the reason why they stopped playing you know i mean i think that you know, they were playing to people who just were screaming for them which is great i mean i'm not going to argue about that i would love that but at the time you know they couldn't even hear themselves so who knows how they were sounding Mm -hmm. and, and of course, you look at the um, the footage as well, too. They had a really hard time doing that. You also formed your own um, group called Valentine in 86. You also have um, 
Late from Late featuring Believe and More, your award-winning uh, director. We'll get to more of that in just a minute with Michael J. Valentine from Spectre Records. But first, listen to The Mike Wagner Show at themikewagnershow.com, powered by Sonic Web Studios. Visit online at sonicwebstudios.com for all your needs. Look at a professional website without breaking budget. Sonic Web Studios is the answer. Sonic Web Studios offers fast, affordable custom web designs that blow the competition way. Call today, 1-800-303-3960. It's 1-800-303-3960. Or email to support at sonicwebstudios.com. Mention the Mike Widener Show. Get 20% off your first project. Sonic Web Studios. Take your image to the next level. Also, time to give an official shout-out to our official sponsor of the Mike Widener Show, international warring author Mia Molsonzia. If you love fast-paced mysteries, you'll love Missing by Mia Molsonzia, available on Amazon and paperback and ebook. Missing is fast-paced and intriguing with an unforgettable twist. Takes place in four countries, two strangers, one target, where truth is illusion and those who love be the first go missing. It's available on Amazon and paperback and ebook. Missing by Mia Molson Zia's garden great reviews. And Ian Levin and George Bahowitz celebrities, including Joanna Cassie, Forge Riley, and the Nails. So grab your copy today. Burkle's Missing by Mia Molson Zia, available on Amazon. Also, check out the Mike Widener Show at themikewidenershow.com on our 40 podcast platforms. Heard in 100 countries, including Facebook, SoundCloud, Spreaker, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Also, Anchor FM, Apple Music, Pandora, Podbean, Odyssey, and also take us with you on any mobile device. And make sure you um, subscribe to the Mike Widener Show on YouTube, BitChute, and Rumble. And follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, and TikTok. And for great gift ideas, go to Amazon.com. Check out the Mike Widener Show podcast. T-shirts, pop sockets, throw pillows, tote bags, hoodies. Makes great gifts 24-7. Go to Amazon.com. Check out the Mike Widener Show podcast. And for more great gift ideas like missing once wrinkles, plus T-shirts, pop sockets, hoodies, phone cases, and more. Amazon.com slash me and Molson Zia. Check it out today. And support the Mike Widener Show on Anchor FM, PayPal, and the themikewidenershow.com. We're here with LA-based singer, songwriter, musician, and filmmaker, um, Michael J. Valentine of Spectre Music here on the Mike Widener Show. Also multi-instrumentalist. And um, you also had formed a group, uh, Valentine, back in 86 before Get Your Music. And um, tell us more about that. Well, you know, as I was a, a I, I, I grew up in the 70s, but I was kind of a product of the 80s. So when I was old enough to be in bands, it was in the 80s. So I decided to form my own band. And I didn't really want to call it my last name, Valentine, but all the guys in the band thought it would be a great idea. <laughs> So we we played all around Florida, Fort Lauderdale, Miami. We were kind of like a, you know, a, a rock cover band. We had a lot of originals as well. Um, and uh, it was a really a great experience. But then when I decided to come out to L.A., the rest of the guys in the band didn't want to come. They were kind of like, you know, I guess they just weren't ready to, you know, make that leap. And I was ready to make the leap because I was just, you know, I wanted to continue my music career. So I decided to come out to L.A. and that's where I've been ever since. Mm -hmm. and, and of course, not only are you a musician as well, too, singer, songwriter, you're also a filmmaker. You have an award-winning documentary, um, also, uh, which is called uh, Comics, Beyond the Comic Book Pages, uh, honor of your idol, Stan Lee. And um, tell us more about that. Well, you know, it's funny because um, I took a long break from doing music and I always wanted to do a documentary. And uh, I went to one of these comic book shows here in Los Angeles and I saw these fans and I saw these passionate people and it, it resonated with me because it's, it's their passion like people are with music. And I thought, how cool would it be to do a documentary about this industry? You know what mm -hmm. I mean? It's, it's not really music, but it's got a lot of parallels to it. And so I decided that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to make this really fun documentary um, all about the comp book world and the geek pop culture and getting Stan Lee to be a part of it was a dream come true. You know, when I was, 
really little. I wanted to be an artist before music was, I wanted to draw and I tried to draw Spider-Man and I, I was terrible, but, <laughs> but I love Stan Lee and I loved all the Marvel comics. So to be able to talk to him and interview him was pretty much a dream come true. What, what was Stan Lee like uh, when you talked to him? He was exactly like he, you see him. He was very nice, outgoing, you know, very personable, obviously very seasoned at doing interviews. Um, but just the nicest guy. I mean, I felt really comfortable. I mean, at first I was nervous, you know, I mean, um, because he's like a Beatle or he's like Elvis for, for comic books, you know, he's like that kind of legend. But once we started talking, it was just like, it was very natural. And he was just super nice to me. Um, you know, he gave me a lot of time. He gave me like almost two hours of his time. Wow. Two yeah. hours. Oh my gosh. That's like, you know, well, how long sitting through a Spider-Man movie practically. <laughs> well, you know, and the funny thing is the whole time he's like, well, I got to go. I got, I got meetings. I'm like, okay, but we just kept talking. And <laughs> it's like, I find the more you ask, you know, cause I've been on the other side and I've interviewed too, um, for my film. And the more you talk about them, the more they open up, you know? Hmm. That is rather interesting. I think we'll have to keep that in mind next time as well, too, for, you know, uh, Stan, Stan Lee, similar offshoots and everything else. And besides um, Spider-Man, some of the Marvel comics, what are some of your other favorite uh, comics and cartoons? Oh, my gosh. Well, I grew up, I mean, it's not comics, but I grew up loving Warner Brothers cartoons. Um, oh, yes. You know, Bugs Bunny and, and all that stuff was great. But I loved, you know, I did love a lot of the Marvel stuff. I love Batman. Um, but I also loved um, more of the independent comics as got as I got a little bit older. Um, Spawn and uh, Witchblade. And uh, I really was into the Dark Knight, which was the Frank Miller version of Batman um, that came out in the 90s. Because the 90s kind of revolutionized comics in the independent world. And so... You know, it's funny because a lot of there's a lot of parallels between comic books and music. There were certain times in music where, you know, certain types of music came out that changed the way things would happen in the future um, and changed the industry. And that's kind of the way comic books are, too. You know, there were certain things that happened um, that really changed and revolutionized comic books. And I feel that way with music, too. Mm -hmm. in, in what way music uh, did that? It's like, you know, what are some of the songs that kind of just creeped up, you know, associate with comics? The one thing I associate, I think it was with, um, oh, geez, one of the Batman movies. I think um, Seal did, uh, oh, what, what was it? Uh, Kiss from a Rose, you know, yeah. that sort of thing. It's like, you know, yes. anytime you get a song like that, it's like a guaranteed number one hit. Yeah, yep, yep. Yeah, the emergence of music and movies have always been you know, a, a magic combination. And when you have movies that are based on comic books, it, it makes it's even better, you know, because it drives that fantasy. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it certainly does as well, too. You also, um, you know, start your own music and maybe one day it will get into comic books and maybe into some Marvel movies. You did um, Light from Light featuring Believe. And, uh, you know, tell us more about that one. Well, it's funny that you bring up music. Um, I kind of, when I was doing my film, I kind of took a break from doing music. I was writing, but I wasn't really recording or anything. But I had this one song um, called Everyday Hero. And my wife loved this song. And she says, you should put your music in the movie. And I'm like, no, I don't want this movie to be about me. You know, this is about the, the people who make the industry. But she convinced me at the end of the movie to put my song. So in the movie, at the end of the movie, the only original song in the movie is mine. And it kind of sparked me to start writing and really getting back into music. And 
I really started focusing on writing lyrics and writing lyrics that I really thought were important. I had written a lot of love songs and things like that, but I wanted to move forward and I wanted to progress in what I was doing. And, and Everyday Hero was a, a step in that direction. And so when I started recording my first album, A Light From Light, I really wanted the songs on there to be positive and inspirational types of songs. You know what I mean? Like I have a song called Believe and the song's really about just asking the question of the listener, what do you believe in? What are you about? You know, don't be afraid to, you know, to voice what you're about. And this is a world that we live in. Sometimes maybe people don't want to say, I I'm, I'm believe in this or I, you know, I follow this or I'm like this, but it's okay to, because we all have to respect what everybody else believes. And, and I may not agree with it, but that's okay. So in that song, I, I, I was not, um, shy about saying what I believe, you know what I mean? What things that, that, that spark me and, and, and make me who I am. So um, I really started to progress and, and, and really start focusing on not only creating different types of music for the songs, because I try to be versatile with the type of music that I create. It's not always just one style, it's multiple styles, but lyrically, I always try to keep my lyrics on a positive note. So anything that I write, the, the, the common thread is really that. It's making sure that the lyrics mean something to me and are deeper than just a lot of pop songs and a lot of songs that are out there. And don't get oh, me wrong. Yeah. I mean, you know, let it be. OK, I mean, I love let it be. But he sings let it be about 50 times. I counted one time. He sings, <laughs> let it be, let it be, let it be, let it be, let it be. But but they are words of wisdom, right? <laughs> yes, they are words of wisdom. for Sure. And sometimes, you know, little is best. All we need is love. I mean. John Lennon is a huge inspiration for me lyrically because he could write very simple things that would just go a long way. And his songs are timeless. So I wanted to be able to write songs. And I always say I try to change the world with my music. I want my songs to maybe one day someone will listen to a song and it'll change their life and it'll make them look at things in a different way and be timeless, like like the Beatles or like Elton John. Those songs are timeless. Mm -hmm. and, and of course, you know, the whole thing about Timeless as well, too. It made me think of um the song, Hey, Julie, saying, nah, nah, nah. It's like, I kind of one time, it's like, what was it? 12 times times 12 was like 144, even all the way to the end where it just cuts it out. It's like, I'm trying to count all the way through. So <laughs> <laughs> since you brought that up, I was saying 50 times, let it be. It's just like, boy, what is with that, you know? <laughs> so. Well, it's funny because my wife, I, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm writing, actually already working on a new album and my wife, I have one song and she goes, you sing that too many times. And I'm like, I only sing it like, like 15 times in the song, uh, the, those words. And I said, I go, and then I go went and found let it be. And I've counted the amount of times. And I was like, see, if the Beatles can sing it like that, <laughs> then, Hey, you know, I mean, I'm good. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, I guess you got, you trumped her on that one. And, um, <laughs> and besides talking about love, talking about peace and everything else, what else do you base your lyrics on? Well, um, you know, if it just depends on the song. Like I have a song on the new album called Thankful and it's all about, you know, stopping and not focusing on what you have wrong in your life, but focusing on what are the things you have to be thankful for. If you sat down and made a list of all the things that are bad in your life and all the things you have good, most people would that thankful list would just trump the the things that and and so for me it was like song like that is to just you know, stop and realize how thankful I am and hopefully, you know, communicate that to others. Um, I also have a song on the new album called Brave and Brave is dedicated to 
you know the the unsung heroes the ones the the life of the uh, firemen and the policemen and the people who risk their lives every day to save lives and even people who have disabilities who who rise above and 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 make you know i mean i i look at people who do the special olympics and you know they could just sit around and not do anything but they they push themselves to 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 be brave in their own way and so to me, those are people to look up to. And so I wanted Brave to be a song about people to, that you can look up to. Um, and so someone to listen to that go, yeah, you know, I, I I can be brave too, you know, in my own way. Mm-hmm. And of course, you have a song called uh, All In My Mind from the album Alive. We'll talk about that in just one minute with Michael J. Valentine from Spectre Music. You listen to The Mike Wagner Show at themikewagnershow.com, powered by SonicWave Studios and brought to you by official sponsor of The Mike Wagner Show, international warring author Mia Molson's The Missing. We'll be back with uh, LA-based singer, songwriter, musician, filmmaker, and multi-instrumentalist Michael J. Valentine of Spectre Music. This time. The Mike Wagner Show is powered by Sonic Web Studios. If you're looking to start or upgrade your online presence, visit www.sonicwebstudios.com for all of your online needs. Call 1-800-303-3960 or visit us online at www.sonicwebstudios.com to get started today. Mention The Mike Wagner Show and get 20% off your project. Sonic Web Studios. Take your image to the next level. Hey everybody, my name is Forbes Riley and I'm an American actress and a TV host. And I was delighted when I got my copy of Missing, which is Extraordinary Relation of Ordinary People based on a real life relationship. It's just, it's well written, it's amazing. You know, it talks about a man who has lost his wife and his daughter and it's very well done. I'm gonna highly recommend that you go get your copy of Missing. It is a powerful, exciting read. Mr. Mian Moshe Zia, he is the author of Missing. And I wanna give a big shout out and a kiss all the way halfway around the world to my dear friend. Check him out at Mia's website. It's called www.miamoshenzea.com. Missing, available on Amazon. Again, I'm Forbes Riley and I will see you again soon. Bye-bye. Hey, hey, this is Ray Powers, and boy, are you in luck. Right place, right time. Tuned in to The Mike Wagner Show. You heard me. We're back with LA-based singer, songwriter, musician, filmmaker, and multi-instrumentalist Michael J. Valentine of Spectrum Music here on The Mike Wagner Show. We covered um, a good portion of his music, Light from Light, featuring Believe, Brave will be playing at the end of the uh, audio interview from Alive. We also have uh, All In My Mind will be playing that. And uh, tell us more about that song and what inspired you to write that. Well, it's funny. That that song, um, I, I had that song for a little while. And I had the music for a while, but I wasn't really sure what I wanted to do with the lyrics. And, and songwriting is interesting because sometimes, you know, you have this idea, at least for me, um, and I know what I'm going to sing about. And I, or I come up with a chorus and I write the words around that. Um, sometimes you write music and you're like, okay, you just kind of start singing stuff. And I learned from the Beatles, that's what they used to do. They would just come up with a song and they just start singing anything until they came up with something that stuck with that song. It was a little bit harder for me to, to figure out lyrically what I wanted to do with that. And at the time I was actually going through uh, some anxiety. Um, and if anybody's ever gone through that, it's, it's, it's not fun. And so you know, sometimes you write what you know about or what you go through. And at the time I was like, I went through some of that. And um, I was trying to just, you know, be logical about, wow, this is just in your mind. It's not real. It's you have these fears or these anxieties and you get panic attacks and things like that. 
you know, it's just all in the mind. It's, it's just, but the mind is such a powerful thing, you know? So when I wrote that song, I wrote it based on what I was going through my, with my anxiety, which is maybe a little, not really a positive message, but it's all, but it is a message about, you know, self-realization and, and trying to figure out, you know, you go into a tunnel trying to figure out the way out on the other side. And so to me, that song represented me going into a dark tunnel, but also being able to come out the other side and, 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 and get through it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really good lessons. Well, too, for those who are going through anxiety and um, if there's other songs you want to talk about from alive, uh, feel free to uh, talk about those as well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I've got a, I've got a song called soul shine that, uh, is a, a very a blues based song and it's the first blues song that I've done but I wanted to do one I, I I really thought that you know I want to be able to musically showcase what I can do you know um without being too flashy and on on live especially and it was well as the first record I actually played most of the instruments myself the only thing I didn't play were drums so I did all the guitars the bass the pianos all that stuff and sang and all that um but uh that song is is really special to me because it's kind of like, uh, again, influenced by John Lennon. It was like, you know, imagine, or all we were saying is give peace a chance. It was kind of like, um, for me, it was that kind of song for me to write um, based around a blues kind of rock thing. But it was just something about, you know, um, you know, just let go of hatred and and, and trying to be a better you to kind of put your a good you out there for the world and for the world to be a better place you know and i know that might sound corny to some but i still believe in that i believe that you know at the bottom at the core of us we're good people and i think that we just need to be reminded of that we just need examples of that around us all the time and so i really wanted to write my imagine or my um you know, all we are saying is give peace a chance or all my version of all we need is love, but in my own way. So that song was kind of like that for me. And I'm really proud of it. It's not one of the most, I don't know if it's ever going to be a single, <laughs> um, but I highly recommend if someone wants to listen to my music, listen to that one, because I, I think I do some really good playing on it, but also I think the message is very strong. And, and where can we find your music at? Well, you can find it on my website, michaeljvalentine.com, but it's also on iTunes, Apple, um, Spotify, um, Amazon, uh, most of the streaming, YouTube, most of the streaming platforms. Okay. All right. We'll certainly check that out as well, too, with Michael J. Valentine, Aspective Music here on the Mike Widener Show with... um... Alive will be playing All In My Mind and Brave at the end of the audio interview in just a few more minutes with um, Mike here. Uh, What else can we expect from you in 2023 and beyond? Well, I plan on, in 2023, I plan on playing lots of shows this year. I'm already starting to do that. Um, I'm trying to find some opening slots for some other artists um, because I'm trying to grow my base of fans. And that's sometimes the hardest part of doing music when you're an independent artist is creating the music's only part of it is how do you get it out there into the world? And nowadays there's so much music, which is a great thing, but it's also a challenge for an independent artist to be able to rise above everything else or find a place or a niche where your music is heard. So that's one of my goals this year as well. Um, I, like I mentioned earlier, I'm already working on a new album for next year. I've got over 20 new songs um, and uh, hopefully release that 2024. Um I mean, I'm always going to be doing music, whether it's 
just sitting in my my room and playing the guitar and singing or it's recording um and i'm also working on a music convention so um i've always got things going on <laughs> so um i'm i'm always creating sometimes it drives my wife crazy but you know it's just the way i am Mm -hmm. that's all part of the business as well too and that's how you survive and that's how you look at that right. way too <laughs> and, and who do you consider your biggest influence in the career well in i guess i would say my biggest influence is general is probably my parents but in music oh my gosh that is so hard but i really i really admire people like prince a lot because he could do everything. He was a multi-instrumentalist. He played everything. He wrote his own music. He produced, he, who is an amazing performer. I mean, he could play every instrument. So for me, I always say, you know, that's what I want to be when I grow up. You know what I mean? I want to be able to be at least close to what he was. So musically, I love Prince too, but it's more about just him as an entertainer and as an artist overall, songwriter and and just the whole package he's the whole package so for me um i would say that that's probably one of the top you know neil young's another one bruce springsteen elton john but i think prince because prince can do it all and he's and, and he's an amazing guitar player many people don't realize how great of a guitar player he is and he's got this feel like 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 he tears it up but he has plays with feeling you know? Oh, yeah. And of course, you know, underrated as well, too, along with his uh, partner, um, Des Dickerson as well, too. Very oh. underrated. You listen to it. So it's like, you know, that would just wake Jimi Hendrix out of his grave, I'll tell you. <laughs> so. Well, I can just imagine what's going on in heaven right now. There must be some pretty awesome jam sessions going on up there. So. <laughs> oh, oh, I bet. Yeah. So, and of course, you know, it's free if we get up there, too. So that's the best part. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> no money needed, guys. No Bitcoins, credit cards or anything like that. <laughs> that's for sure. And what's the best advice you can give to anybody at this point? Oh, my gosh. You know, I. I don't know if I'm the best person to give advice, but I would just say I would just say if I was going to give myself advice and if anybody else takes this, they can. It's just always be true to yourself and believe in yourself mm -hmm. uh, be able to be vulnerable and be open to be to change and to be open-minded to music and to life you know um i find a lot of musicians that i know are sometimes closed-minded in music and i just i don't understand that i i think that you have to be open to love every kind of music and if it's good and because that just makes you a better songwriter and it makes you a better person in life as you're, if you're open to that kind of stuff in life and just, you know, like I said, just believe in yourself. Um, mm -hmm. It's okay. And it's okay to be in your, if, if you're down and you're depressed, it's okay to be in that and be in it if you need to, but make sure you get back up, shake it off and get back out there and do your thing. Mm -hmm. And I think that's very important as well, too. We're here with, um, LA-based singer, songwriter, musician, filmmaker, multi-instrumentalist, Michael J. Valentine from Spectre Music here on the Mike Widener Show. Michael, very big thank you for your time. You've been absolutely fantastic. Looking forward to having you again soon. Keep us up to date. Keep in touch. Love having you back. Once again, what's your website? How do people contact you? Where can people purchase or check out your music? Well, thank you again, Mike. I really appreciate you having me. It was really fun to talk music with you. Um, my music is at michaeljvalentine.com. Um, I'm on Amazon, Spotify, Apple. Just make sure you look for Michael J. Valentine um, and YouTube. Um, 
I've got, um, you know, people want to email me. They can email me through my website. I'd love to hear from people. Let you tell me what you think of my music. Um, and if I come to a town near you, please come out and check me out. Um, say hello. I, I love making new friends when I'm out playing. Um, and look for MusicCon, a music convention I'm working on in the near future uh, to be here in L.A. So, yeah, those are the things that, uh, you know. Oh, and and my film, Comics Beyond the Comic Book Pages, is on uh, Amazon. So you can check that out if you're a comic book fan or just a lover of documentaries. Mm -hmm. And uh, watch out for Stan Lee making a cameo on it. I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, he's in quite a bit of it. I have actually was surprised you know i was really like i said i was really blessed he's like the star of the show um, <laughs> but there's so many great people in that and again i think the the great thing about comic books is in that industry is it's very it parallels music a lot and mm -hmm. it, you know i mean even like you know independent comic books and independent music and and all these people trying to make it and and stuff like that so and and again the the the, the documentary is inspiring just like my music so anything that i put my hands on and create i want it to be something that's positive inspiring mm -hmm. and very special indeed once again michael very big thank you for your time you've been absolutely amazing looking forward to having you again soon keep us up to date keep in touch love have you back wish you all the best and michael you definitely have a great future ahead of you thank you so much mike i appreciate it all in my mind Time.
The Mike Wagner Show is powered by Sonic Web Studios. If you're looking to start or upgrade your online presence, visit www.sonicwebstudios.com for all of your online needs. Call 1-800-303-3960 or visit us online at www.sonicwebstudios.com to get started today. Mention The Mike Wagner Show and get 20% off your project. Sonic Web Studios. Take your image to the next level. Hey everybody, my name is Forbes Riley, and I'm an American actress and a TV host. And I was delighted when I got my copy of Missing, which is Extraordinary Relation of Ordinary People based on a real-life relationship. It's just, it's well-written. It's amazing. You know, it talks about a man who has lost his wife and his daughter, and it's very well done. I'm going to highly recommend that you go get your copy of Missing. It is a powerful, exciting read. Mr. Mian Moshe Zia. He is the author of Missing. And I want to give a big shout out and a kiss all the way halfway around the world to my dear friend. Check him out at Mia's website. It's called www.miamotionzea.com. Missing. Available on Amazon. Again, I'm Forbes Riley, and I will see you again soon. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to The Mike Wagner Show. Brought to you by international award-winning author Mia Mosinzia of Missing. And powered by Sonic Web Studios. Be sure to join us again on over 40 podcast platforms. And of course, on the MikeWagnerShow.com, HamiltonRadio.net, and Diamonds FM. Don't forget to support our program with a generous donation at the MikeWagnerShow.com. Thanks for listening.